another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to the Dark Crystal. Minute. And begin all the same big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned, and you have no time. Hello and welcome to the Dark Crystal Minute. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Sydney. And uh, on every episode of the Dark Crystal Minute, we go through every minute of the film, uh, one episode at a time. So we're up to minute 36. So for those of you playing at home, uh, we're going to be looking between minutes 35 to 36 of the Dark Crystal. And um, pretty much, I mean, this is actually um, a, a big bit of a big minute actually because it goes through you know we sort of get to know jen's not the only one uh the only gelfling and then from there we get a bit of um uh the dream fasting so a lot going on in this in this particular minute a lot of minute in this minute yes yeah i know yeah and and also i mean when you consider the fact that the dream fast is happening in this minute you could argue that this is the minute that has the most time elapsing in it because we're seeing like both characters entire childhood flash before our eyes in the span of this one minute (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like we don't know i mean it's one of those things where we don't know the ages of these characters but yeah i mean we could we're probably potentially you know seeing at least uh 15 you know in a span of like a good 15 or so years or 15 20 years of of their lives so it's a it's a lot of minute there's there's it, several it minutes in this minute and actual years taking place in it so it's pretty cool it, it it really is yeah and i i really loved um like how this um the dream fasting how it's just pretty much you know superimposing sort of i really liked it the start how it was like superimposing just Jin and kira and then you saw you know the bit of the background of I think you, I mean, that one, you actually have one, two, three, like four, four layers of like transition happening yeah, in that one. Cool camera work. Yeah. Well, I mean, back then it would have been a very, um, tough process because of course, you know, if you're doing it digitally, it's a lot easier now these days, but if you're doing it back in, uh, 1980, 81, you know, when the film came out in 82, of course, um, that would have been very, very challenging. So for them to actually pull it off, it actually was a very, um, very effective. Seeing all these different visions of, of the past, so that we see, uh, I think little baby Jen and little baby Kira, like in the next in the next shot, because she remembers a tree. Mother put me, puts me right inside, and we mother the monster. Um, <laughs> and and um, I know there was all this. Um, a lot of speculation and um even i think um what is you know what tree could it be that kira went into we know now in dark crystal i mean it's one of those things where it's like it could have been just any old tree <laughs> you know um yeah. you know back when the film came out it could be any old tree but i guess what's what's been great about like with dark crystal and i think i, I think especially with um with joey with jay and lee you know he, he um when he started writing the prequel books and um, the young adult novels and he really expanded a lot about the trees that basically each clan has their own big tree 
And uh, it's sort of, we got that as well with Age of Resistance, where we got the Sanctuary Tree, which is the main tree for the Grotten clan. But there is actually a tree, um, I think I think it is in Hurrah, called the Kira Staba. And Kira means Waystar. We learned on that yes. map that the Kira Staba means Waystar tree or the Waystar grove. It's a grove of trees. And so it's like they're guiding light, like it's the star that shows them the way to go, like 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 how we think of the North Star basically here. And so, oh man, I've, I think I've talked about it on other episodes before, how when I found that in the back of the book about the how Kira, it essentially translates to Waystar, um, and like a guiding light, and that's what Kira means. That's just, I love that so much. Um, but I can't help but wonder, because that raises yet another question, why would the podlings name her that? Because That's it's not thing, a podling yes. word. No, no. And I don't know whether the podlings found her, like, in that tree. And they're like, oh, let's call her Kira. I don't, yeah, I know, it's... Because Kira says in her, in the dream fast, she says, uh, my new mother, she calls me Kira. Now, she could just be, like, remembering it that way. Um, yeah, see, yeah, I know, because, yeah, that's, hang on, because, yeah, she says, when I was little, I used to be fed by my new mum. She called me Kira. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that her new mom came up with the name Kira. That's just, you know, what she called her, but she might have already had that name, um, mm. you know. Her- I know, it, it, I know. it's going to be one of those things. That it'd be very interesting if she actually had a different name, if her parents, um, whoever they may be, you know, if they actually gave her a different name and, and the polling's like, you know, we'll call you, we'll call you Kira or whether this is going to be a pure coincidence that, yeah, that her name is she a, was called Kira in the first yeah. place, but yeah, it's, and her name is a, is a word in the Gelfling language that, that has a very emotional meaning, you know, it's tied to one of the most you know, with the the tree, the <laughs> important tree for for the the Vapra clan, and so there's no way that that's a, a coincidence. Like she, somewhere down the line, um, you know, maybe maybe uh, her podling mother, whose name escapes me right now, a uh, bad host. But we know we know Kira's mom's name because we we find not her real mom, her podling mom. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Idra, is it? Yeah, Idra, I yes, believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She, maybe she knew a couple of, you know, Vaprin or Gelfling words. Um, and it, again, it's the same sort of question we were asking before about why does Kira speak the common tongue? Why why doesn't she just speak Podling? How did she learn how to speak Jen's language? Um, so it's possible that whoever taught her how to speak the common tongue and not just podling taught her a few gelfling words yeah i i know i'm just actually just trying to think maybe there was another mystic out and about who could have uh you know connected with the podlings at some point let them know you know how to communicate i know Um, know it is one of those things where it's 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 gonna be interesting because you know by the time of the dark crystal of course like you know pretty much all the mystics they're all the the valid the mystics um, but it would be, yeah, no, it's just, I know I'm still trying to think like how she would have learned the Gelfling tongue because she can't read. We know that she can't read. So it has to be with, with, with some, it has to be with, you know, 
a character like it has to be either you know a podling that knew gelfling tongue well could be a mystic could be other gelflings that she just actually encountered and who knows it could is another wild theory um could be the filings maybe she actually encountered Imagine. you know the filings oh you know in in mithra yeah but we know that of course you know i mean there's no way that um she'd be able to get into mithra because i think there was something about the heat of being in mithra is like really too much but i think in it's been a very long time actually since i've read power so i need to reread power but i think i know kensho i think managed to get i can't remember yeah. i need to reread that again it's such it's a long time it's sitting in front of me right now i should just open oh, it, it is look, but yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's probably for another time but yeah but i know it's 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 i know just trying to come up with all these we you know wild theories about how she learned the english chant or the other wild wild theory which i don't this would be no way if well, ronip was for. somehow Somebody- well what about ronip <laughs> oh my goodness that would Imagine. be correct. That I mean, that would be an insane thing if um, if Ronip was still alive. Because I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we we see the character, but you know, at the end of um, creation myths and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, because the whole creation myth is about pretty much the story of Ronip. Um, but I won't, we won't go into it too much you know, in case people haven't read those books. Do read them, actually. Do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, um, I would actually like. It, it would be a very crazy theory with Ronip, but, but why it would not? be kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. Let's get yeah, nuts. yeah. Let's get yeah, nuts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, I know, I know. The mystery thickens now. I know. It, it, every time we're going through these minutes, it's like no, we just we just keep coming up with more questions that we need to know. Um, there's still there's still more story to be told in the world of Thra that yeah (laughs) and back in the day you know watching this as a kid for the first time uh this moment where they touch hands and dream fast i mean do you remember seeing that for the first time because i specifically remember thinking as a kid like that that is what a cool superpower that is and like thinking oh man they have this really cool like almost psychic ability to um, you know, all they have to do is hold hands and they can share memories with each other. And I thought, you know, how cool would that be? Um, all the, and then I was already thinking of like, man, there's so many practical applications to that now for like um, determining whether or not somebody's lying about something or like to, to see, oh, what actually went down, like solving crimes. And, yes, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> which now uh, in Age of Resistance, we, we're aware that they, they're aware of that. Um, because they talk about, you know, figuring out the truth of what happened with, with Mira and with uh, Rianne and everything. Like, they know to, to dream fast and, and share the truth and all of that. But before we had Age of Resistance and all we had was the movie and we're just seeing this for the first time. Like, we're immediately thinking, like, oh, man, these Gelflings, like, they need to they need to start solving crimes. That's what dream fasting is really good. I know, yeah. You could almost do, like, a spin-off show, you know, <laughs> like a CSI, CSI thra. Um, but then, it, but then again, it's like, well, those crimes would be very easy to solve, you know, like once you dream fast, you know, the victim or, yeah. you know, they're the, very the, short episodes, yeah, perpetrator, whatever. Yeah. They'd be yeah. very short. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're just little snippets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I yeah, do think yeah. the editing is interesting with the dream fasting. We're seeing, um, the, the way that the two sets of memories interweave together that 
they are each sharing memories that kind of go together, like they're going in the same order. Um, like we see them as babies kind of overlapping at the same time. We see them go through parallel chapters. It's not like, um, so, so the memories sort of blend cohesively. Um, and, and even like the, their stream of consciousness as they're sort of narrating each of their memories, um, they, they kind of go together. Um, she's talking about, you know, when I was little, I used to get fed by my new mom. She called me Kira Jen. Master showed me the whole valley stretching out. Like we're seeing both of them as kids together. And then we get to the Gartham. It's interesting to me how Jen uh, responds. Like he sees Kira's memory of the Gartham and he says, Kira, watch out. Because like, it's almost like he's watching it. He is watching it happen. Yeah, Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they're seeing both the same way that we, the audience, are seeing both. Absolutely, yeah, and um, and I, I like I love like the little you know my my favorite shots I guess from the dream fasting is you know you see Kira you know sort of seeing the Gotham and she you know ducks down behind her as she sees the Gotham sort of roaming by with sharing memories and then I think one of the funny ones was um of Jen where he's like you know he's having a bath you so know <laughs> sort <cute>. of thing. <laughs> much more um much more adorable than the first bath we see him have where he's fully grown <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, uh, at, yeah, the be- yeah. at the beginning of the film um when we're first introduced to jen and he's butt naked so oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as a baby it's adorable because he's like a little pudgy so cute i love the baby the baby gelfling puppets they're the cutest i think they had those on display for a while didn't they they had the um baby baby jen and kira puppets i remember seeing those um they had those on display somewhere they were floating around for a while there yeah i definitely i definitely remember seeing uh photos of them i think they're definitely in the um the dark crystal ultimate visual history um yeah that i I think you you definitely get really nice images of you know of baby yeah jen and kira it's also i think really cool how we're sort of seeing the the way that they're both raised like they're both being taught and given knowledge of their respective worlds except jen is being taught sort of uh, numbers and words he's being taught how to read he's being taught how to do logical like philosophical like he's he's getting book learning um but also he's learning the shapes of kindness which is just oh that's one of the most beautiful lines in the whole movie all around me are the shapes of kindness um and then kira is learning how to talk to animals like they teach me um to talk with flowers and all the living things so whereas jen's getting getting his book learning kira's learning the she's going to hippie school essentially she's learning how to be one with nature which is awesome um and to communicate with all the living things and it's it's cool that the podlings are sort of one with the earth in that way and like they recognize that um as a gelfling kira is the creature closest to thra which we don't have that context the first time we see the movie but now now as uh 30 years later as we're or 40 years later rather as we're talking about the movie and we've seen age of resistance and everything we know that the gelfling are the creatures closest to thra so now looking back retrospectively we see like the podling knew that too they knew that kira because she's a creature close the closest to thra it was like they took it their responsibility was to make sure that she was 
close to Thra. Like, she could speak with the plants and animals and everything. Like, that's super cool. Um, that she'll be safe, you know, be able to look after them. Yeah. It is really cool how things, like, you know, with Age of Resistance, how, you know, after watching that show, we, we can sort of look at Dark Crystal in, in a different light. There's just, there's new context now for all the little things that we noticed. Um, so, I mean, like, we, we're still asking new questions about it, but a lot of the questions that we used to ask as kids, now we do have answers for, um, or just new new context for that we go, oh, that makes sense, that would be why. Maybe that's, that's why, for example, the podlings um, took it upon themselves to teach Kira the ways of nature because they knew, oh, Gelfling are, you know, they're supposed to be one with Thra. They're the closest to Thra, so it, she should know these things. I know this minute doesn't quite end at the end of the of the dream fast, so I'm getting a little bit ahead, but... Um, no, no, because, yeah, I know you, I know we talked about quite a few things that probably appear in the next uh, minute of the Dark Crist, you know, the next minute of, of the film. Um, but, yeah, I know it ends, I think, with um, the appearance of the Gotham. Right. I think, um, Kira, watch out. <laughs> yeah, Kira, watch out. The Gotham, they capture the podlings um so yeah uh, you know it, it, like it, it is such like a you know very fascinating you know concepts that they had with the stream fasting and i mean it was and like i thought it was and i thought what they actually did with the show was actually um pretty good you know a difference of a uh, different take on um on dream fasting it does make me think sometimes i'm like oh, you know if if they if they actually re it'd be interesting to see what it would be re-edited but at the same time, you know, for the vibe of, you know, the way the film, you know, was made and, and stuff, I think, you know, the very simple, you know, the very simple, you know, a lot of cross dissolves between each memory is, um, I think is very effective. So, no, it's um, turned out really great. Yeah. It also, I think, makes more sense for those characters. Like, during Age of Resistance, dream fasting is more like... Well, because there's more Gelfling, and they're all familiar with what dream fasting is. Yeah, um, there is that more of that whereas, complexi- complexity, whereas because... Yeah, it's part of their society. Yes, yeah. And they have those connotations of, like, we, we do this as a form of intimacy, almost. Like, they don't all just... You don't just automatically dream fast anytime you touch hands with somebody. You have to consciously consent to do it and yes, we talked about that yes. with when we had our great big interview yeah, with, with jeffrey and will uh, and with Louis. the staff yes. yeah from, yeah that from was Age yeah. Of distance we talked on that about that how um how the gelfling treat dream fasting like like a form of intimacy and how you have to choose like both parties have to be have to consciously um make the the consenting choice to dream fast to open up to show their their memories and and also uh joe lee in uh the first i think in shadows of the dark crystal uh there's there's a moment where like we kind of get uh the sense that as gelfling are sort of going through their version of puberty so to speak they're sort of learning how to control um the ability to dream fast and so they can like uh, accidentally do it, you know, like uh, we see Naya accidentally dream fast yes, with, with Tavra, Tavra when yes, her hand yeah. touches. So like, because she's sort of still going through like changes, she doesn't have her wings yet. She's still like growing and changing. And so that's sort of another correlation between dream fasting and intimacy because it's like their, their um, <laughs> sort of version of puberty involves learning how to control your dream fasting. And that's like a, that's a, big comparison there so it's 
there's a lot of responsibility that comes with the ability to dream fast. And so it's interesting now that we see Jen, he has no idea what dream fasting even is. He's like, oh, what's going on? He, he never learned that from from the um, the mystics, which I guess makes sense because, I mean, you know, he thought he was, they probably all thought he was the only golfing alive. So it's like, a, it's probably no point, you know, telling him about it or whatnot. Um, it's better, it's, or if they yeah. figured it's better if he learns it by doing it, if, if there is another one out there, it's... Um, it's not our place to teach him about that. Yeah, so of course, I mean, and, and that's the thing, like in the film, that it was more of an accidental slash, I mean, because, I mean, Kira wanted to help him, you know, to try and pull him out of the swamp. Um, it, But then Kira knows, Kira knows that it's dream fasting. Yes, yeah, she does. And I was trying to not, like, get Again, too far ahead. Again, here's another question. I know, it's like, yeah, another... Maybe we'll have to save for the next minute, maybe. Yeah. But we have to because figure out how she would have learned how to dream fast. <laughs> that hope that that just opens a whole can of worms, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> um, there's there yeah. are so many clues as to like the fact that the at least the podlings that raise Kira would how have they retained so much gulfling knowledge there there's a missing piece there we don't know about like there's kira has a lot more knowledge about who she is as a gulfling than jen does and it makes sense from the the perspective of like the mystics they kind of are they're sort of pacifists in a way like they only get involved when they know they have to and there's no other choice but for the most part they're like hey that's not our problem that's not our place we can't intervene unless it's necessary and so like it makes sense that they wouldn't want to teach jen about dream fasting it's like oh that's a very like intimate special to gelfling that is not our place we feel like we wouldn't be able to honor that would be dishonorable for any for any creature that's not a gelfling to try to explain what dream fasting is that's like that would be insensitive that would be wrong um i could totally see mystics feeling like that's just not our place to to talk to speak on that um because it's something that's inherent to these creatures of Thra. Like, even when they were still Urskex, like, they're from another planet where dream fasting is not a thing. They're from somewhere totally else th- from from Thra, and so it would not be their place to educate about things that are intimate to Thra. Mm, um, yeah, they have to learn it themselves sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so instead, they opt to teach Jen the things that are universal, um, knowledge, reading, writing, math, the things that aren't culturally intimate. Yeah, it, it's almost like, I know, I'm just like thinking of like, you know, an equivalent of like the, the, the Star Trek Prime Directive, yeah. you know, trying not to get too involved <laughs> um, with new contact, but, yeah, you know. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I think in uh, the next the next minute, we can get into the implications of um, Kira knowing about dream fasting and all of the questions that raises therein. Um, but yeah, as for this minute though, we, we're seeing like basically the first half of the dream fast. So we get to see baby Gelfling and sort of an idea of what uh, their upbringing is like. And then to um, memories of the Garthen and just all of the, the resulting uh, trauma and you know, issues that Kira would have as a result of growing up with that. The fact that Kira has so many more memories of this, like witnessing the the cruelty and the, the horror of their reality compared to how Jen has lived for the most part, a pretty chill life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, 
yeah, so no, we're definitely looking forward to um, uh, getting the next lot of the dream fasting, um, which will be the the next the next episode, which will go into the next minute. We'll get the last sort of the last half essentially of the dream fasting sequence. So there's um, yeah, there's so much discussion, many more discussions to be had with um, you know, with, with that. I mean, even that scene alone, you know, we can we can just go on and on and on and about it. Um, but you know um but yeah no we'll, we'll definitely be back um we'll wrap it up for this episode of you know this minute of the dark crystal minute um again thank you so much and um stay tuned for more the dark crystal minute if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.